0: to retirement 360 with alan mercurio president and founder of mercurio wealth advisors how would you like to model your retirement plan after a thousand successful retirees
1: that have gone before you
0: let's get started building your game plan for retirement with the man known as louisville's retirement coach alan mercurio
1: and
2: welcome once again to Retirement 360. My name is Randy Cook. I'm here each week with Alan McCurio and Troy Bolton has joined us again today. We're going to talk a little bit about Social Security because Troy has another educational workshop coming up. We've got a lot to to share with you. We're even going to learn a little lesson here today from Facebook that might help you with your money. Alan, how are you doing today?
1: I'm wonderful, sir. How are you?
2: All right. Troy, how are things? You guys are, are busy planning the next Social Security Workshop, aren't you? Yeah, we are. So it's don't roll the dice on Social Security. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about what that means coming up here because it's not just as simple as, I'll take it at 62 because I don't think it's going to be there for me. Or they're going to they're going to lower the payment, so I'm going to get it while the getting's good. Well, there's a lot more to consider when you take your Social Security. So we'll talk about that today. But uh, guys, it has been another week, and it's actually been probably two or three weeks now We're back and forth. I mean, volatility is back. And I'm looking at some stats here. And this is kind of interesting. According to the Stock Traders' Almanac, in the years before a presidential election, since 1971, this time of year, July through October, are the worst four months of the market. It goes up and down a lot. It Mm -hmm. peaked in July, which is exactly what it did. It's Mm -hmm. bouncing all over the place. It drops in October and by the time we get to Halloween, we're in the lost territory. We're in negative territory. So if somebody knows that, Alan, if somebody mm-hmm. sees that history and then they see that history repeating itself and somebody comes in and says, what can we do about it? I mean, is is this a time to go to cash? Is this financial hiding time? What, what do we tell people?
1: Well, I think that the first thing I would say is welcome back to Kentucky Kingdom. The roller coaster is back. That's, <laughs> what, we're, uh, that's what we're experiencing right now. But But, you know, I think that right now it might be the time to start pulling back and and hiding a little bit just because history does show us some lessons and we are seeing volatility. We had a meeting with some clients about three or four weeks ago. We brought about 20 or 25 clients together and, and we're just kind of picking their brain to see where they were and things. And one of the questions that was brought up during that meeting was if the market gets volatile, would you rather lose the opportunity to earn maybe the the last three or 4% this year, or would you rather preserve your cash? And everyone to a T said they'd rather preserve their accounts and not lose anything, not go down in that Valley. So we're in the process of meeting with clients and, and making those changes as we talk, and it's really tough trying to determine when to do that because you do have a market or a day when the market's off five or 600 points. The next day it comes back for 500 points, and then you know it's just continually rolling like that, so it's hard to, to say, do we really do this or not, but I think that if you're within five years of retirement, it's probably better for you to be more conservative than not. Yeah. even though most people will tell you just hang on it's going to bounce around it's going to come back i get that and i understand the reasoning behind that but it's different when you're looking at your account and you've got three hundred thousand dollars in your account and that's all you have saved for retirement and you know you're five years out you already might be feeling a little stressed because you're you feel like you're a little short on what you've saved so you, to take a you know a five or ten percent hit it's it's kind of tough even though it's probably going to come back
2: Troy, doesn't it then become, I think Ellen has hit on it there. It's, it's where you are. If you're five years before retirement or one year or into retirement, that's key. If you have a million dollars and that money could go up to 1.3 or it could go down to 700, which one of those is going to really affect your lifestyle? And it's the loss that affects your lifestyle. The gain probably isn't going to make that much difference in your retirement. It's the loss that hurts.
3: No, I definitely agree. When you look back at 2008, when people were looking to retire in 2008 or nine, their accounts went down 30 to 40 percent. That hurt a lot more. Yeah. Hey, if they stayed around for another five years and worked, their account would have recovered. But that loss in that early year in retirement, yep, that really hurts them. So that puts them at a deficit already.
1: Yeah. And I think the other side of that same coin is, is that if we do have a you know, let's say it's a 10% pullback or worse, like Troy's talking about in 2008, what tends to happen in those scenarios is that that's when you get really scared and you pull out at the wrong time mm. and then you don't know when to get back in. Yeah. And I think that it's almost better to just say, okay, I'm going to take a little break and I'm going to, maybe I don't go all the way to cash, but maybe I go to short term treasuries or something like that. That's going to protect my account. I'm not going to make a whole lot, but I'm not going to lose the whole lot either. And do something like that for the you know, the last quarter of the year or or whatever to just to kind of get over this bridge. I mean, we've got a lot of stuff going on right now. The geopolitical atmosphere is just really kind of crazy. It's driving the market. The uh, European markets are kind of all over the place. We've got the trade war that's continuing to Mm -hmm. change things or change on a daily basis. And these are all things that we really haven't dealt with before, although we've dealt with different things that kind of do the same, have the same effect on the market and I'm not trying to throw up a, a red flag and say, hey, get out of the market altogether. But I do think that if you're nearing in on retirement, if you're three to five years out from retirement, it's probably better to be safe than sorry on this one, yep. as opposed to going at, you know, full steam ahead and just hanging in and, and just playing your odds and saying, hey, it's always going to come back. Again, I think it will come back when we do have our, our turn back. But I'd rather be on the top of the mountain and and sitting there looking down on things as opposed to down in the valley looking up.
2: Great, great point. We've never on this show been just alarmist and saying the sky is falling. We've never done that. But what we have said is the closer you get to retirement, the more this conversation really needs to take place. And that is answering that very very difficult question how much you comfortable to lose and it seems like a crazy question a lot of people look at you and say nothing I don't want to lose anything Mm -hmm. but but you know you've got to figure out where you want to be on that risk scale and the closer you get to retirement is it's really time to have that conversation so we invite you to give us a call and have that conversation we offer what we call the retirement 360 scorecard and Alan, that starts with an analysis of where you are right now and risk is a big part of that
1: isn't it it's a huge part of it and that's the whole point behind the scorecard is really finding out are you on track where you are right now on your path or your journey towards retirement or if you're already in retirement how's that all looking for you right now so that the scorecard just real quickly I mean it's a three-step process folks you come in you go through a process with us first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna do a stress test on your current portfolio so understanding exactly how your portfolio has responded In the past to these types of market changes and that'll help you understand whether you want to go through that again or not we'll also do that fee analysis to show you what you're paying in fees on your portfolio now we'll perform an income plan analysis that's going to show you where your income is coming from is it coming from reliable sustainable sources is that going to be something that's going to you know withstand any kind of market correction and things of that nature and finally we'll do an analysis on your current investment strategy so how you've got it laid out right now and we'll use our results and advanced planning techniques on this to where we run a thousand different simulations on your current portfolio. And it's going to show you how that portfolio has performed in the past, which again, kind of gives you an indication whether it's going to perform that same way in the future. And it's going to give you a score. It's going to tell you your you know, it's 75% chance that you're going to make it to age 95 and still have money. Or maybe you're a 95% chance, or maybe you're a 55% chance. Wherever you are, whatever your score is, that's going to really show you if you're on track, it's going to answer that question. It's going to help you really get comfortable with the decisions you have to make going forward.
2: It's called the Retirement 360 Scorecard, and it's available free to you. Give us a call, 253-9366, 253 253- Nine three six six. Just simply ask us for the scorecard. Give us an opportunity to run your numbers. You know, I think back to the last quarter of last year. Market went down sixteen percent or so between October and December. All right. So, what were you doing while that market was going down? Were you just sitting there watching and going, "Geez, I hope it comes back." Gee, I hope it comes. Well, one of these days, it's got to go back, and and it finally did. But what if it didn't? What if that 16% doubled and became a 32% loss? Then what would you be doing? Are you watching and being paralyzed and not knowing what to do or who to call when that takes place? So give us a call and let's find out what we can help you with. Don't sit there and be paralyzed and watch your money go down as you're getting close to retirement. Let's have a plan for that. If the market turns, what is our plan? Do we have a exit plan of the market or do we know that 50 percent of our money is is protected that's a great conversation to start out with alan and the team at mercurial wealth advisors again two five three nine three six six all right kind of a fun thing i i don't know if you guys saw this on facebook but uh this was in my news feed it was a mom playing monopoly with her kids and one of them got really upset i guess he was losing and he actually came to tears and she
4: said what's bugging you Oh my gosh. Where's all your money gone, Donnie? Taxes. It's okay. It's part of the game. No, it's not. It it's,
3: is. The, it's the worst
4: part of the game. Oh, it's what?
3: Taxes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Train them young. <laughs> <laughs> Taxes. Oh you know what? I think about that. I looked at a Monopoly board, Alan, yeah. and
1: the luxury tax and all that stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah. So after you pass go and you get paid, the next is, you know, Mediterranean and there's a community chest and there's Baltic and then income tax right away yeah, right, right after right. you get paid. And it's the same in Monopoly, it's kind of the same in Life and it's kind of the same in Retirement, isn't it?
1: It is definitely in retirement. And I think it's kind of funny that the way that story goes, but I have people, we have people Troy and I each have different clients that we're talking to on a yearly basis new folks coming in that are just coming through one of our classes or something like that. And they express this concern when they first meet, they express the concern that they want to save on taxes. But then when you go back to try to get a hold of them to do some tax planning or something like that, it's kind of like, oh, well, I'll get to that next year. Or it's not that important in August. It's, uh, you know, it's always something that they're going to put off. This is the time, folks. I mean, if you're sitting there thinking, I want to try to reduce my taxes for 2019, I mean, this is where you need to be meeting with your CPA, meeting with your financial advisor, actually doing that forward thinking, looking at the next quarter, the next few months, and just seeing, can we make a difference in our tax return for 2019? Or if not, can I at least set it up so that by 2020, my tax situation is going to be different? I'm going to have a different tax plan at that point. This is the time that you need to be doing it. It seems like every year about after July, we start talking about taxes and doing mm-hmm. the planning and getting together and kind of being forward thinking about this. But again, it's it's easy to put off because it's not April right now. It's not, you know, it's not February where you're actually filing your taxes. So it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. But these are the times that you need to actually do that planning.
2: Well, Troy, you in the fall of last year did a lot of these educational workshops on the Trump tax reform and showing people that there is, it's almost like taxes are on sale right now and you can structure yourself to pay a little bit less. Maybe this is the time to think about uh, converting money from a 401k over to a Roth. I mean, there are some opportunities here right now and people need to be thinking about these things, don't they?
3: Yeah, we've been sitting down with a lot of our clients on our annual quarterly reviews just to see if there's an opportunity to do a Roth conversion. And guys, I will tell you that you don't want to wait until December to do it Mm -hmm. because we have a deadline by the end of the year to do a Roth conversion for this year. You definitely don't want to wait until that last minute and try to get all the paperwork in and get it done really quick at last minute. For one in our office, Ashley will probably (laughs) kill both of us. But this is planning that we try to do with our clients all the time. Sit down with their taxes or returns that they did the previous year and see if we can convert some of their pre-tax money to Roth money. That way, yes, they're going to pay a little bit of taxes on right now, but all the growth is tax-free.
1: Well, I I got a great tax tip. Sorry, Randy. I got a great tax tip for you guys that are listening this morning. I had this conversation with a client this week, and if you're just turning 70 and a half, you have to take your required minimum distribution one of the things that you can do to kind of help with your tax situation, it's not going to save you a ton, but it's going to help you a little bit. You're going to have to take that required minimum distribution out anyway. If you want to contribute that to a charity, you can do what they call a, I think it's a QCD is qualified contribution distribution or something like that. But basically this is where the IRS will allow you to take that RMD amount or some portion of it and send it directly to your charity of choice And that way, it doesn't come down on your tax return. It doesn't affect your Medicare. It doesn't affect your other income that you're getting. You do have to pay taxes on it, but it counts as part of that required minimum distribution as well. And it solves your charitable giving need that you want to give to your church or whoever you want to give to. It's a great tool that you have available to you now that it's been made permanent in the tax code. Because so many years, it was just something that they just kind of kicked around and waited till the last minute. But now you can do it. And if you're going to do it, like Troy said, don't wait till the last minute to do this. Do it. Go ahead. But the key
3: with that, what Alan just said, is it has to go straight from the custodian to the charitable mm-hmm. organization. Gotcha. And it's not hard to do, so.
2: So I, I, I saw a pie chart the other day and it was a breakdown of, of retirement expenses. And, you know, you, you look at your food and your housing and your transportation and, you know, all the different things that you spend money on all the time. And then there was, of course, the, the travel, little piece of that pie, the fun stuff. And taxes between property taxes, federal taxes, state taxes, and income tax, all the different taxes that you pay, it was 30%. Of the pie chart, Alan. I, I mean, it, it's that could be the single biggest expense that you have in retirement, other than healthcare, or maybe it's even more than healthcare. But that is something I don't know that people plan for or think about when they go into retirement.
1: No, it's a good point. I know we're running short on time on the segment, but the, one of the things that we'll regularly say when somebody comes in, they'll say they're out of debt, but they got everything in their four hundred one k or their IRA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We always say, well, you probably you're not really out of debt because only about 70 percent of that 401k or that IRA is yours to use because the other 30 percent is going to probably go to Uncle Sam. And they'll say, no, no, I'm not in a 30 percent tax bracket. No, I know you're not in a 30 percent tax bracket, but you're going to probably lose, you know, 25 to 30 percent of that to all the taxes that you have to pay. So let's get a plan for that and actually start to use that money and try to minimize those taxes
2: having a look at your tax strategy and maybe you don't have one you know you need a income strategy and a social security strategy and do you have a tax strategy for your retirement well that's something to sit down and talk about as well this is something that we're going to look at in our overarching look at where you are right now when we sit down and talk about the retirement 360 scorecard Give us a call. Let's get an assessment of where you are right now. Let's talk about income and fees and let's get you that score. What is the likelihood that your money will last to 90 or 95 or maybe even 100? Let's run those numbers and figure out what that is. And if you found out today that your money was going to run out at age 78, wouldn't you want to act and do something about it? Give us a call and let's do it Call us and ask for the scorecard. It's 253-9366. 253-9366. Online, louisvillesretirementcoach.com. We'll be right back with more of Retirement 360 coming up
3: next.
0: The coach never sends his players onto the field without a game plan. And it's the same way with retirement. You need a strategy that not only points you towards your goal, but that also helps you adjust to the unexpected developments along the way. And that's what you get with a Retirement 360 game plan from Louisville's retirement coach, Alan McCurio. Alan and his team will analyze your current retirement plan. Showing you the hidden fees you probably didn't even realize you're paying. They'll run an income analysis to show you how much money you'll be taking home after you retire. They also work with professionals who can review your will and your trust. It's a complete 360-degree plan for a winning retirement. Call Allen today at 253-9366 to schedule your complimentary Retirement 360 game plan. That's 253-9366 or online at louisville's louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Tom
2: Welcome back to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio of Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Online, you can find us, Coach.com. Well, a lot of people believe that uh, being in the stock market is a bit of a gamble. Alan, is that part of the discussion sometimes, the reason people come in? I know that when the market takes a dip, sometimes we have more callers to the show, more appointments because people get really very antsy about their money. Does that come up when you sit down with people?
1: Yeah, I don't think it's really a reason that I've seen, at least of late, uh, folks actually choosing to come in because of that, but it always comes up in the discussion. I can't think of a time that it hasn't come up recently in, in a discussion when we're talking about building a retirement plan, because it is kind of on the forefront of all of our minds is, you know, when is the next shoe going to actually fall and are we prepared for that? And if it happens, if it you know happens to be like another 2008 red read stories and heard things reported that it's going to be twice as bad next time i don't know that it could be twice as bad but those are the things that people are hearing and you know the news media they you know like to focus on the negative stuff so if they think they can pull a story out of it Uh they're going to kind of do that so i do believe going through a process that gets you on track and understands where you are on this path can kind of take some of that anxiety out of listening to what's going on in the market and, and really truly knowing how exposed you are to the market really helps. If you are feeling that way, and
2: uh, it's, it's like the average bull market goes three years, we've been going over 10, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, last week, there was a story that we talked about that 48 percent of middle-class americans are right now fearing a major recession and that's up from 46 percent only six months ago and 44 percent last year so more and more people think we're headed to that time there's a new bank of america survey that says Money managers are more pessimistic now than at any point since 2008 about a financial crisis. So uh, one of the guys that we go to regularly is a man named Patrick Kelly, and he's written about seven or eight books on retirement. His most popular book is called Stress-Free Retirement. And when he wrote that, uh, we had the opportunity to talk to him and asked him if we need to be worried about another 2008. I'm not sure that we'll ever see that kind of financial crisis again. But we're going to see financial crisis again. It's just a history of the world. Now, we don't know when. We don't know how severe. But you want to make sure that you can protect yourself. And there are products that will do that out there today. That you don't have to worry about the next financial crisis. That you don't have to worry about what happens if the market goes down 30%. If you are near retirement, if you have saved a good portion or most of your retirement savings, Why would you ever do anything else? So, Alan, in our first segment, we talked about the discussion about retirement. One of the things that you talk about all the time is getting a good assessment of where you are right now. That involves finding out how much of your money is at risk, how much is in the market. And that is vital at a time like this when everybody's talking about another pullback on the market, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, you really, you need to know this is the, as you said, it's a vital point. You have to know how much of your portfolio is directly affected by the market. One of the reports that we run when somebody comes in kind of shows you, based on your current holdings, what the past history has been, how it's going to react, and you know the good years and the bad years. And I always kind of use a little diagram that shows a sharp line to the top of the page to, followed by a sharp line to the bottom of the page which indicates, does your portfolio do this? Mm-hmm. You know, Based on what I'm seeing, a lot of the portfolios would do this. And they'll ultimately say, yeah, that's kind of what happens if the market goes up, my portfolio goes up pretty good. If the market goes down really bad in one day, then my portfolio drops quite a bit. And usually that's a, an indication that we are really connected to like the S&P or the Dow or those stocks in the stock market. So you want to make sure that, that you're not 100% connected to that. And typically what I'll see is that most individuals that are in their mid 50s or early 60s are going to be probably at least this is what we're, the trend is we're seeing right now is that we'll see people coming in that have 70, sometimes 80 or 90 percent of their portfolio connected to the market. Because just what you said a minute ago, Randy, the market has been on this bull run for the last 10 years. Every year you see it going up, you want to get a little bit more of it, so you move a little bit more in, your advisor moves a little bit more, you keep on moving, you keep on shifting the portfolio that you've got. Maybe you started out with 50% stocks and it's grown. It's outpaced everything else in there. So now you're 70% stocks and 30% everything else. And so now you haven't done any rebalancing or you've just kind of let it sit there in your 401k and you haven't really done anything. It's completely out of whack in most cases when we're seeing this.
2: When you put money numbers with that, too, let's just use a round figure of of a million dollars. If it went down 10% your first year, 10% your second year, 10% your third year, you're now looking at between six and $700,000 to work with for the next 20, 30 years, not a million dollars. And Wall Street will tell you, oh, the market goes up an average of 8% per year. Well, yeah, but it doesn't go up 8% every
1: single year, does it? Yeah, and I think that's a fault in most of the calculators, most of the online calculators out there. Vanguard's got one of the best sites out there that you can... You can go in and you can do a lot of planning through their Vanguard site, and I love them. I'm not not picking on them, but they're just like one of many that they'll ask you to put in your average rate of return. Well, if you go and you look at your portfolio and you say, well, you know, over the last five years or so, I've averaged 8 or 9% net of my fees. And so my advisor, I'm paying them a fee and I'm getting 9% out of it. I should be able to plug in 6% and be fine. So you can go in there and plug that 6% in. But again, Randy, if you do that math where you go down 10% for three years, plus you've withdrawn out you know, 4 or 5%, of course that number is getting bigger every time you lose money. You're taking more money out of it. Then it changes the game. It really and, does. And, and that's where I think we kind of oversimplified in some cases where we you know, say, okay, it's going to average 6%. Yeah, it's not necessarily going to average 6% every year. That's
2: it. So we want to get a really good evaluation of where you are right now. If you have a concern, and so many people do, of where the market is right now, it keeps going up, keeps going up, somewhere along the line, the market goes down. It pulls back. It did in the fourth quarter of last year. It could easily do it again. If you're getting close to retirement, can you afford to have that pullback in your money? If you want to sit down and have that protection conversation you can give us a call at Mercurial Wealth Advisors we have what we call the retirement scorecard this is a great look of where you are right now how much risk you have with your money and an analysis of your fees talking about how long your money will last and giving you a score at the end of all of that and saying you know you have an 80 percent chance that your money like this is going to make it till you're 100 years old wouldn't that be great news to hear or maybe it's even better than that, but maybe it's not as good as that and we need to make some adjustments. Let's sit down and talk about it. It is absolutely free to you. Give us a call, 253-9366. Ask for the scorecard, 253-9366. Also, while you're on the website today, Coach.com. Look at the event tab, a number of events coming up. These are all free. Love to see you there. Check it out online,
0: Coach.com. When you retire the paycheck from your job will likely stop but you know what won't stop bills taxes and medical issues sure there's social security but that might not be enough the team at mercurio wealth advisors can develop a new stream of income that can last as long as you live kind of like having your own personal pension you won't have to worry about whether the market's up or down or the political headlines you can spend your time instead on what really matters like family, friends, and doing all those things you never had time to do before. Call 502-253-9366 and ask for the Retirement 360 game plan. Then schedule a one-on-one meeting at no charge to find out where you stand now and how Mercurial Wealth Advisors can help you build income in retirement. That's 502-253-9366 or online at Louisville's Coach.com. Yeah. And welcome back to Retirement
2: 360 with Alan Mercurio of Mercurio Wealth Advisors. That, of course, the theme from the price is right you knew that okay so drew carey of course is the host of price is right he actually has a birthday he's just turned 61 and you remember drew carey before he had uh, the price is right he had his own show the drew carey show and there was a pretty funny moment in there where he was finding out that you have to pay for everything these days just transfer the money for my savings yeah i know there's a
0: fee for that yeah, I know there's a fee for this call.
3: <laughs> what? A multiple
2: fee fee? <laughs> I got your fee right here, fee. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much of it. I mean, you 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 book a, a plane, and you got to pay for your luggage, and now they're upgrading you. If you want to sit here, you got to pay this. And uh, you look at your cell phone bill, and there's all these add-on fees, and there, it's just yep. your ATM, and now it's this fee and that fee. It's just unbelievable the amount of add-ons that they have. And the financial services industry is kind of notorious for this too, isn't it, Alan?
1: Oh, they're champions at it, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they, they they uh they can definitely layer on fees, and I think that that's one of the things that really kind of pop the eyes open of most people that come in and go through our process because we do spend some time on talking about the fee analysis that's part of our retirement scorecard process because we want to kind of lay it out there in the front and say hey this is what you're paying. And, you know, you may be paying less or more than what we would end up charging and we, we have a conversation about that. But the whole thing is you got to get it out there on the table and you got to talk about it and figure out where everything's at. One of the things that I am really proud of as far as the way we've uh, negotiated with our custodians and our managers and everything is that we have one fee and that's it. I mean, there's no add-ons, there's no transaction fees, there's no admin fees, there's no yearly account fees Mm -hmm. or any of that stuff it's all just baked into one fee and then when so when somebody sees that yeah they say okay well i can live with that but then what other kind of fees are that i'm i'm able to sit across table from them and say no that's it that's that's the bottom line you're not paying an additional fee for anything else and where this becomes important is is understanding how much your current investments or portfolios might be extracting from you. Uh, you said, Randy, that the financial service industry has kind of been doing this for a while and they have. Uh, in fact, in the 401ks, and this is where I do have some pushback from people, a lot of times they'll come in and they'll say, well, you know, what? I, I retired three years ago. I just left all my money in my 401k plan because they don't charge me any fees for it. It's just, it was part of the company plan and they, you know, the company took care of all that for me. And so I'm not paying anything, hmm. but when we do an analysis on that <laughs> and show them that they're usually paying more than yeah. the 401k plans, because of the administrative cost that's kind of tucked in behind the curtains that the 401k companies don't have to report to you. Then they're saying, Oh, you know, I didn't know that yep. I didn't know that I was paying two and a half percent for a year or, or two and a quarter percent a year or whatever the number mm-hmm. is because those are the fees that they get to hide behind the curtain when you're working with a registered investment advisor that's the difference is that we can't hide those fees behind the curtain they have to be disclosed and and i like that because i you know if i go to the, to the store to buy a tv if i go to buy a car if i just go to the grocery store to buy bread and milk I want to know what I'm paying for it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, you know, I'm going to look at it. And if there's one sitting next to the other one, I can't tell there's a significant difference in one or the other. I'm going to buy the cheaper one, you know, and I think that that's how most of us react to things. But when you're dealing with something that's intangible, like this investment management stuff, it's hard to really put a finger on what you're actually paying. And and I think that's a, a valuable thing to know, even if you don't, end up working with us or another advisor you come in you go through a process you actually see that now you kind of have awareness of it and you're not in the dark anymore
2: it's a dirty little secret i think that if you worked for a big company maybe a national company so you've got the power of that big national company and you've got this 401k and maybe the funds that are in there they start with a v or they start with an f whatever i'm not going to name any names here okay And you have your money in there. And if you were to have that analyzed and see what the fee is, and then you would say, okay, what if I just went out on my own and I had that same company, the one that started with the V or the one that started with an F, there's a difference out there when you go and do this yourself and work with an advisor, isn't there? Just those companies out there that are handling the 401ks, they love to be able to get as many people in there as possible under a certain umbrella, and they charge you just a little bit more for it, don't they?
1: Yeah, and the 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 ones that I particularly like to see, I guess, in a conversation with somebody is, you know, the ones that have these big insurance names attached mm-hmm. to them, because what'll happen, and I can show people so clearly, you can have an, a, a standard and poor's five hundred fund in your portfolio, and and it says the. The XYZ company, Standard and Poor's five hundred company, right or five hundred fund. Well, you whenever you see that insurance net company's name attached to that fund, then your price just went up probably fifty to hundred percent. Wow! So, so that if much? You're, exactly. I mean, wow. if, you're, if if you could buy that that same S and P five hundred fund for probably 005 percent. Whereas if you put it in the name of a of, of a company in front of it, it's probably now going to be 1.05%. Good grief. I didn't or, know it was that much. Or 0.95% or something like that. So you're paying a lot of extra money just for having that company's name associated with it. And all they're doing is they're just branding a Standard & Poor's index fund and they're putting their name on it and they're charging you more for it. So... Don't fall for that trap, first of all. So if you're out, if you're looking at your portfolio today's Sunday, it's you know it's a nice day, but you're, you're looking at your portfolio and you say, okay, well, Alan said that I shouldn't have this branded uh, S and P 500 fund. If you look at your 401k statement and you have one of those, then you need to look down at your other options and see, do I have one that's not branded? Do I just have an S and P 500 fund that I could drop my money into? Mm-hmm. If you do that, then you're probably going to cut your cost quite a bit. So those are the little tips that we can show you that it's not always best to have that brand name attached to it because it can cost you more money.
2: Well, that's one thing that you want to know. And I think that a lot of us don't know, and we probably don't know how to figure it out, to sit down with somebody who can peel back that onion and figure out exactly how much money of your money is going out to somebody else. I mean, we've we've played little clips from Jack Bogle, God rest his soul, who was just, he, he built that company at Vanguard by saying, I want to put more money in the investor's pocket than on Wall Street. And he has he been known for having the least amount of fees. And that was his idea. And so we want to put you in that situation as well. Put more in your pocket than that big company on Wall Street or that big insurance company. Give us a call and ask us for that Retirement 360 Scorecard. This when we talk about getting an analysis of where you are right now, let's figure out you are here. Well, where is here? Is here that you're putting in eight dollars and they're taking two out of the 10? Or is it worse than that? Are they taking four and you're putting in, you know, 10? So let's figure that out. Alan, that's a part of the scorecard. Let's let's talk about where people are right now.
1: Yeah, step number one is we're going to do a stress test on your portfolio. And what that means to you is we're just going to figure out how much your portfolio can go down during the next bear market And are you comfortable with that? And if you are, then great. You just keep on the same track. If you're not, then we make some changes or look at some adjustments to make. Included in there, we're going to do that fee analysis. We're going to show you how much you're currently paying in fees, what's coming out of your pocket, going into somebody else's pocket for the benefits that you're getting out of that. Are you comfortable with that? Maybe not. Maybe you want to change that too. Step number two, we're going to look at an income analysis. Where's your income coming from in retirement? We talk about this all the time. Is it coming from those reliable, sustainable sources? Or is it something that's going to vary as the market varies? And we want to see if that's going to be something that you can live with as well. And then finally, we're going to run an analysis on your current investment strategy. Is your strategy now going to get you to where you want to go? Is it going to get you to age 95? and you still have money left over to pass on to the next generation. We use our results in advanced planning where our programming will actually do 1,000 simulations of your current strategy to see how it could react and how it has performed in the past. All of this is designed to show you if you're on track it's all complimentary for being a loyal listener to the show. You just call in and we'll set you up and go through that process.
2: All right. Here's the number 253-9366. 253-9366. You can find us online as well at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. All the information is there, but we'd love to have the opportunity to have the conversation with you. If you're listening to a show like this, you're probably thinking about this topic you're wondering if you're okay that's probably one of the the number one things people say when they sit down at a conference table is i just came here to find out if i'm going to be okay well let's figure out if you're going to be okay what's your definition of okay let's figure that out together it's free to you it's called the retirement 360 scorecard just ask for the scorecard 253-9366 253-9366 Coming up next, what does the average retirement look like? And what is the difference between building a financial plan and a retirement plan? That's kind of interesting. We'll take a look at it coming up next
4: on Retirement 360. When it comes to the stock market, who can figure that out? When it's good news, it goes down. When there's bad news, it goes up. Maybe there's a lesson here. Stop worrying about it. Stop trying to understand it. Develop a plan for it. No matter what the market is doing, my friends at Mercurial Wealth Advisors can help. Their Retirement 360 game plan is designed to answer some big questions. Social Security isn't enough. How do I build more income? What if the market dives? What if I get sick? How do I protect my money? If you are unsure about how or if you're doing everything you can to prepare for your retirement, call Mercurio Wealth Advisors and ask for your complimentary Retirement 360 Game Plan, or just call 502-253-9366 today. Ask for your complimentary Retirement 360 Game Plan. That's 502-253-9366, or go online at Louisville's Retirement Coach.com.
2: And welcome back to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio. The anniversary this week of that song. It was released in 1972, Paul Simon's Mother and Child Reunion. And you might think there's some deep meaning to this song, but actually Paul Simon was at a Chinese restaurant and he looked down and there was a menu item called a Mother and Child Reunion. It was a chicken and an egg in the dish. And he thought, well, that's kind of funny. So he used it for the title of the song. So, that's amazing. <laughs> came from a Chinese menu, okay? There you go. All right. So, Alan, we've, we talk about this regularly on the show. People come to a financial advisor and they think it's all about investing. There's a financial plan. We're going to take your money and we're going to get you not 5%. We're going to try to get you 8% for your money. But that's one way of looking at things. There's another way of looking at it and say, we need to go beyond that and have a retirement plan. So let's, let's talk about each one, what it is, and the difference between the sure. two.
1: Well, I mean, I think that the first thing is that when you start thinking about uh, a financial plan, the first thing you need th- to realize is that it's not for the wealthy. Mm-hmm. Everybody feels like that, if, oh, I don't have enough money for a financial plan or a retirement plan. And my uh, opinion is is that everybody should have a plan, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's whether you're on the investing side and you're looking more for uh, growth and trying to, to figure out when – You know, you can stop work and stuff like that, Uh, or when you're getting ready to build that retirement plan and trying to figure out how to design income and after that paycheck stops, what's going to happen, where's that money going to come from? you have to realize that everybody needs one of those. So let's kind of break the two of them down. I think the financial plan is really designed and, and more focused on the accumulation phase or the work-life cycle phase of, of, of work and, and of your life. Uh, it's, and that's different for everybody. Some, I mean, I'm hearing stories now where people are retiring at age 34 and 45 and stuff like that uh, because they've, they've decided they want to do more of this free lifestyle type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reality is, is most of us are going to work to somewhere around... 60 to 65 years old mm-hmm. and once we're in that working phase and we're accumulating as much as we can that's what we're trying to do and that's what your financial plan should show you the best way to do that is how to uh, take advantage of market trends and cycles and things like that and how to you know, maybe hit that target of what you want to have when you get ready to retire which is why
2: people in their early stages of their life will use a broker because they're that 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 might be their financial planner is a broker but it's just a, mm-hmm. a small piece of that puzzle isn't it
1: yeah cuz and 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 that's a good point cuz usually what you're looking for when you are in that accumulation phase is you're trying to Basically pick the, the investments that you feel like are going to grow the best. Mm-hmm. And you're not really concerned about, or at least most people aren't really concerned about buying the, the general electric stock or the Ford Motor Company stock that's paying a decent dividend because that doesn't really matter as much. I mean, you're not looking for that income so much in, in the accumulation phase. You're looking for more of that growth. Uh, so you're just trying to, to buy something. So maybe like you said, you use a broker where they charge you a fee or a commission to mm-hmm. sell you a certain amount of stock and, and then you just kind of let it sit there and grow. But once you get to that, wrapping up that phase to where you're starting looking at, as so you say, okay, now I've, I've hit my goal of having $750,000 of, of money or a million dollars or 500, whatever your number is, you, you hit that goal. And now you're thinking, okay, now I just don't, I don't want to lose this. I don't want to go backwards from here how do I prevent that? How do I just kind of start to move forward into retirement and get ready for that, that distribution phase where I'm taking money out and really providing a lifestyle for me and my family? And that's what retirement planning is, is really figuring out how do I efficiently take this money out of these of uh, these vehicles that I started with and provide myself an income that's going to hopefully last me until I'm age 100. And, you know, people always kind of laugh or or sigh when I say something about age 100 well you know statistically if you if you think about it most people know somebody that's 90 years old or older and I still do this in in our our live events I'll I'll ask the question how many people know somebody that's 90 years old or older and I regularly get half the room Mm -hmm. or 75 percent of the room raise their hand Mm -hmm. that's because everybody seems to be living longer most of us are living longer so we have to plan for that longer stage of life the worst thing that you could possibly that could possibly happen to you is you, you get to age 84 or 85 and you run out of money. Yeah. Uh, so you definitely don't want to do that. So the two plans are completely different. They have some similarities, but their their goals are
2: different. Well, when I think about financial planning or investment planning, that's, you know, that's growth. And then when I think of retirement planning, that's income planning as well. But, you know, your broker is not going to talk to you about a social security strategy. Your broker is not going to talk to you about a, uh, a legacy plan, uh, uh, how to pass this money effectively down to your loved ones or the charities that you love. Uh, a broker is not going to talk to you about tax planning. And that's all under the umbrella of retirement planning, isn't it, Alan?
1: It is. And, and you have to really think about how you're going to do those things. I mean, uh, I was talking with a gentleman and his wife last week, and his goal has always been to turn his Social Security on at age 62. Mm-hmm. Well, now he's age 62, and he's looking at it and saying, you know, I still want to work for a few more years. So we ran through some numbers, and if he turns his Social Security on right now, he's only going to get about a half of it because he's going to pay half of it back in penalties, and then that half's going to be taxed at 85%. So why turn it on? If you're, if you're going to give most of it back in penalties and taxes – so it just really turned out to be a good conversation to have with him. He, his thought has always been, for the last 10 years, has always been, I'm going to turn this Social Security on at 62 years old, and I'm going to start taking my money. Well, now that he's reached that goal or reached eight, that age, it's it's a completely different story now. So especially since he came in and this this was our first meeting and sitting down and going through some of those questions that, you know, we talk about people asking questions all the time. That was one of his questions, and we I started breaking down some numbers for him, and by the end of the hour, he said, why would I turn it on now? Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the uh, it was a real good moment for him and his wife because they uh, realized, hey, we just we we don't know what we think we know. That's a starting block for
2: us. Well, one of the things that we talked about at the very beginning of the show is having that balance between protection and growth in your money. And just because we're talking here about a retirement plan and an investment plan, and they're two very different things, that doesn't mean that part of your retirement plan you just completely give up the idea of growth. It's all about protection. It's all about social security. It's all about tax planning and fees and all of these different things. There's still an aspect of retirement planning where we say we need this money to go for 30 years, so we need to have growth.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have to have the that segment of our portfolio has to continue to grow. We talked about it earlier in the earlier segment about taxes. Taxes are going to be a main cost to us in the future and whatever we can do now to minimize those taxes or or eliminate those taxes in the future i think that's the plan that most everybody listening to the show should be on is how do we figure out how to uh, reduce those taxes in the future but you're still going to have to have a bucket of money to provide that future income too so now if we take you know maybe it's 15 or 20 percent of your portfolio or maybe it's 50% 50% of your portfolio, and we're focusing on growth for 10 years from now, mm-hmm. that's going to be our money that we're going to use in the future. And that's that's how uh, you're going to fund that money all the way to age 95 or 100 years old.
2: You mentioned just a couple of minutes ago that it's very common for somebody to retire between the age of 60 and 65. I'm looking at a, a story from Associated Press and they they have, quote here, do the air quotes here, the average mm-hmm. retirement begins at age, you would think 65, but it doesn't. It begins at age 61 People are retiring earlier because of they're pushed out of their job or there's health reasons. We talked about that many times on the show. But the average person in retirement is age 61 when they when they enter into retirement. It will last a little more than 23 years. So think about your money lasting 23 years. Now, you said it. Many people will have their money have to last longer than that. How much are they spending? The average person spends $46,000 a year in retirement. So use that, I guess, Alan, as a starting number, $46,000. And, uh, you know, some people as couples will probably take that right out of Social Security and then be able to fund the rest of their retirement from their investments. But $46,000 is probably a good starting point.
1: Yeah. And and you, you have to kind of realize where your spending is going too. I mean, out of that same article, it says the top three monthly expenses, and I can verify this because it seems to be pretty true with, with most people we meet as well, is their housing is, is number one, their health care is number two, and food and entertainment is number three. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to really understand where your money's going and what you can actually cut back if you have to. I mean, you're not likely to be able to cut back on your housing costs. You're not likely to be able to cut back a lot on your, your health care uh, so, you know, are you thinking, well, I, I got to cut back on my food and entertainment? Well, that may be it. But we want to find out, first of all, can we build enough money to satisfy all those things so that you don't have to worry about cutting back? And that's why we talk about having part of your money earmarked for current income and part of your money earmarked for future income. And that future income bucket is going to be that growth bucket that we've talked about.
2: Well, we need to sit down and have that conversation. And as you think about this right now, what's what's your number, your, your 360 scorecard? What's your scorecard number when it comes to your retirement? And by that, I mean, what's the probability that your money will last through your entire life? Is it 50 50? Is it 75%? Is it 25%? Is it 35%? We can help you find that number. And if that number is low we can help you with options to increase that number. So here's our number, 253-9366. Let's get this 30-minute phone call scheduled at your convenience, 253-9366. There's one other way you can get in touch with us as well. If you wanna text us, you can do that. Our number is 555-888. That's the number you text to, and what you'll text is 360 scorecard. 360 scorecard to 555-888. Eight, eight, alan that's all the time that we have for today i'm going to give you the last word for this program
1: well the last word this week folks is just get be prepared be ready for for what's coming i mean i think the the taxes are the, the biggest thing on everybody's mind right now we have some opportunities for you to learn about that but the uh, whole idea is just be prepared and hopefully by listening to our show and going through our process maybe getting your scorecard number that'll be your first step to getting
0: prepared and listening to Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio. To get your free Retirement 360 game plan, call now 253 9366. That's 253 9366. Look us up today at Louisville's Retirement Coach.com.
2: or less than when originally invested. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Mercurial Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Insurance licensed in Kentucky and Indiana
0: good coach never sends his players onto the field without a game plan and it's the same way with retirement you need a strategy that not only points you towards your goal but that also helps you adjust to the unexpected developments along the way and that's what you get with a retirement 360 game plan from louisville's retirement coach alan McCurio. alan and his team will analyze your current retirement plan showing you the hidden fees you probably didn't even realize you're paying. They'll run an income analysis to show you how much money you'll be taking home after you retire. They also work with professionals who can review your will and your trust. It's a complete 360-degree plan for a winning retirement. Call Allen today at 253-9366 to schedule your complimentary Retirement 360 game plan. That's 253-9366 or online at louisvillesretirementcoach.com. Bob.